Hello, this is your checkmate, Thomas Sedlicek, broadcasting directly from the heart of Prague. Today is the 17th of November 2022. It is 31 years since the Velvet Revolution, one of the most, if not the most gentle revolution in the history of the world, followed by the most gentle separation of two countries, Czech Republic and Slovak Republic, following four years later in 1993. So today we're walking through the streets of Prague. It's full of um, protests. This is the most significant uh, holiday and celebration for most of the Czechs in, in, in this country of, of my age, which is um, <laughs> middle ages, let's say. And because we, we've been here, I was 13 when the revolution happened. I still remember bits of my father taking me to the streets. I still remember the, uh, the, the, the heavy vehicles in the streets, the police and the army patrolling the Wenceslav Square. And it's going to be particularly important today because of the Russian aggression, uh, the Russian war in Ukraine, because we have managed to walk away from communism pretty clear cut. Uh, 33 years ago, in the 17th of November, 1989, was the decisive day of the revolution, and you know the revolution was happening in all parts of the former Soviet uh, bloc. But we managed to leave out no man's land. That was the imperative number one uh, of President Havel and of others: leave no man's land and joined the West. Uh, so we did VTO, OECD, European Union, NATO, well, NATO was um, slightly prior, just to be sure that we do not end up in no man's land. 33 years later, there are still countries that are in sort of no man's land, and that's Ukraine, that's why the war is there, and Belarus is on the other side of the bridge. Now, what's in, important for me to say is that the reality was set up in the way in 1989 already that our choice was really actually quite simple. We could choose freedom and wealth, in other words, democracy and capitalism, or we can remain in totalitarianity and, and poverty, which was uh, the central planned economy and a totalitarian system, which, by the way, the communist regime uh, evolved itself into everywhere on the face of the earth. There is really no decent way how to flirt with communism as is, as there is no decent way how to flirt with Nazism. To me, these two regimes are comparatively, ended up comparatively evil. So back in the day when we were in the streets, we, we had to throw down our totalitarian father figures just like other countries, Romania, East Germany, Poland had to do. And it seems that in Russia this process wasn't really completed. Of course, there were revolutions or demonstrations in 1988, but it was a Russian form of, uh, you know, morphing uh, communism into some sort of a communism with a, uh, or socialism with a human face. Uh, but Russia has never really, as we see today, never gotten ridden, rid of this legacy of totalitarian communism and Russians are still waiting for something that they have to do um, 
themselves. Nobody will do the, the anti-totalitarian regime into which the Russian system has developed back into. It had a brief period of freedom in the, in the 90s. Unfortunately, both um, Gorbachev and Yeltsin are not well remembered in the Russian popular voice. They've been represented as people who broke down the empire of the Russian power or the Soviet power. They were the people who uh, started what Russians called democratization, which is true, but in Russia this means something else that it means in the West. Democratization is a negative word. It's something that Russians do not popularly enjoy. This is something many years ago when my book Economics of Good and Evil got published also in Russia. Uh, this was 2010, uh, years before even the invasion of Ukraine. Uh, the ambassador in, Czech, uh, in Russia, in, in Moscow, the ambassador of Czech Republic, invited me to give a speech for the Czechs and Russians that are interested in, in the history of economic thought and philosophy. And the translator who was assigned to me was a lady who was leading the protests against Putin. In fact, after the lecture, we went um, through the undergrounds of Moscow and we were putting out anti-Putin leaflets together with her everywhere. But nevertheless, she told me before the, trend, before the speech started, hey, Thomas, please be notified that the word democratization or democracy is a negative word here in Russia. And I asked, how does that wait? Um, <laughs> Uh, I, uh, can you can you can you explain that? And she said, "Yeah, because of because of Gorbachev, because of Yeltsin, um, um, democratization is another word for robbery, another word for corruption, or another word for falling down of a might, once mighty empire." So, if you want to use, use the word democracy, she said, "Use it cautiously because it simply means something completely opposite that it means in in our country or in other countries of the West." So a country where the word democracy has a negative ring to it has a very long way to go. And uh, just want to remember today and send all the courage to our Russian friends. Nobody will outthrow Putin uh, or your father figure for you. This has to be uh, done by yourselves. And what better opportunity to do it now when that derated, the, the disillusioned, uh, maniac of a of a of a leader is sending Russian sons and and fathers and civilians really into not just the front of the war but it's a murder to send untrained civilians to the front. So this is I think uh, this is how far totalitarian regimes can go and it can't get any much worse and it just is a situation where I hope that what happened here in the central European countries of Czech Republic, Poland, Romania, Hungary, Slovenia, Slovakia and, and many others will happen soon in Russia as well. This, this sort of westernization of the East tripled down to Ukraine in 2014 and after that it was, uh, you know, stuffled, it was, it was quenched, it was killed by the first wave of Russian invasion in 2014. And um, we see a continuation of that today. Of course, one day I hope that all countries will be free and that all peoples of all nations will be able to cast down their leaders. And despite the fact that Putin started pretty 
pretty reasonably, uh, he, after 15 years in power, turned into a bad totalitarian dictator that is torturing mostly its own civilians. So, fingers up uh, for the V-sign, uh, uh, for freedom and democracy, and the European values that we have been trying to return to in the Czech Republic and in the whole Central uh, Europe, Central and Eastern Europe. I hope that the spirit of Europe, I hope that the spirit of freedom will make its way to Russia. I mean, this is really one of the last calls. This has been your Checkmate.